are now listening to the Zesty Soak Pod. Zesty. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Zesty Soak Pod. In this episode, I'll be continuing off my journey in running, part four. Um, as I've done in the previous three podcast episodes, I'll just be just highlighting my, I guess, what I've been doing for running and a lot of kind of stuff up to December 2019. And right now we're in around um, May 2018. Hopefully you can finish off my quote-unquote journey um, till I guess, right now. Um, I guess, finish off the journey or whatever, yeah. So, I guess, um, May 2018, I started my first um, internship co-op job kind of thing. I guess, given what I said before, I was a bit slacking. I was not really at peak fitness, I guess, given my mediocre time in the CN Tower steer climb. Um, for, I guess, my... Uh, Goliath Fitness Half Marathon for May 2018. I finished sub 130 again, but I finished, I didn't get PR for the first time in my half marathon. Because like every single half marathon I did before, I ended up PRing on it. And this one, I was like around 30 seconds slower than the previous one. That was sub 130 half marathon, still pretty decent, I guess, for me. Um, overall, I didn't, it shows that I relapsed and not really actually improved. My fitness wasn't doing that good since, um, I guess, since first year of university. So I guess to look back and reflect, I guess, first year of university, as much as I exercised, it wasn't, I guess, enough to, I guess, improve or maintain my fitness. Um, the very next week, I ended up doing the Sporting Life 10K. I ended up finally getting a sub-40 10K, like, it's not a second ever 10k actually, so my previous one was I think highlighted in part two, where I got like 41 minutes, and I always knew I could have I could run like a sub 40 10k given that cross country race I was able to do sub um, four minute per kilometer pace for around seven ish kilometers. So I yeah 38 something, um, I was pretty satisfied with the result like. Despite the fact that probably in the previous years I could have ran faster, I or possibly I didn't really think of the what ifs, but I'm still pretty happy about that. It was a pretty solid PR and pretty happy. Like 38 minutes is I guess solid for an average person like me. So yeah, so to con- I guess to continue onwards, um, didn't really do too much intense training, I guess. I did do some running sometimes, but given that I had an internship thing going on, and it was like downtown, so I didn't really have time to, get, I guess, wake up super early and do something, or it was mostly, I guess, after work I would run, but it was only on occasion, not too often. There's this, like, work trip thing that I did as part of, um, for an internship, which was like one week in Alberta, and during that week I was able to, like, exercise twice a day, so I guess in the mornings, in the hotels, I would work out do either cardio or something on the treadmill or elliptical or exercise bike. And in the evenings, I could do like strength work. That was quite an intense, I guess, week of training. Like, like it was pretty good exercise all around and really solid and pretty enjoyable. But overall, like not too much running overall. Um, in terms of, I guess, after that, it was, I guess we'd say it's around June. Like I still ran on occasion, not too often. Then I had the, uh, I guess, Toronto Waterfront 10K. It was like Lululemon kind of thing. Um, lots of, I guess, good swag that they gave away since it was a pretty expensive 10K to enter in the first place. But 
I ended up finishing like 39 something, so not really PR, <laughs> given that I guess the relatively little training, not too much, I guess, running specific training for the 10k, and it wasn't really as downhill. So like I was 39 minute 10k, finished first in my age group, which was jokes since I guess there wasn't too much competition at that time, or who signed up, because 39 minutes is pretty slow for 19 and under age group. Really, really, really slow. But yeah, 39 minute 10k, it was a solid race, and yeah, that was basically it. So for the rest of the summer, didn't really do too much running overall. I guess on occasion, I ended up getting a gym membership, so during some mornings of, I guess, work, like I guess a few, like three, four times a week, I would go to a good life in this downtown pretty early in the morning, like around 7-ish, so I'd wake up pretty early and all that kind of stuff. And I'd end up doing, I guess, some cardio, some strength stuff, just depending on the day. But not too much, like, outdoor running compared to before. Like, I still say I ran around, like, four times a week, but not really high volume. Maybe on weekends it was a bit higher, like, 8 kilometers, 10 kilometers. Not too much overall. And that's pretty much the routine for the rest of the summer. Um, I guess towards the end of the summer, like, the last few weeks of August, there was barely any exercising at all, relatively speaking. And but much more unhealthy eating, like, and it concluded with me getting, I guess, um, a minor migraine incident um, after a short family trip to um, Blue Mountain Berry, where I had a lot of junk food and, I guess, not that good nutrition overall, not the best sleep overall, um, not too much exercise overall, and yeah, it was just me not taking good care of my body, and that was basically pretty bad. And I guess after that, it was back to school, September 2018. Um, I was signed up to do um, my first full marathon, Toronto Waterfront Marathon. Um, so I decided to start, maybe I should train harder and stuff for all that. So I guess I ran every day, almost every day, like five, six times a week. Um, usually in the beginning of school, like um, when I woke up, wake up early in the morning to get the run in. And it was pretty solid overall, like, not too much more running compared to the previous year, like, around 6 kilometers every morning. Maybe sometimes it would be 8, and I guess on weekends it was like 10 or 11, 12 kilometers. So, it was, I guess, a minor increase in mileage, but not a super high increase. And I guess I also did the... uh, the fun run that the Applied Health Studies faculty hosted, and I finished, I guess, sub-19, I think, 18, high 18s, like, just under sub-19 minutes. That was a decent 10k, like, I guess it's a tune-up race before the full marathon, though not the most optimal tune-up race, given that it is a full marathon indeed, so, um, but half marathon would be a better tune-up race, but it was a pretty solid, I guess, race. I guess I ended up doing a long run of around 30 kilometers, like a week-ish, like around, I guess, 12 days before the full marathon. It was during around reading week on the long weekend. But overall, I didn't do too many long runs. Um, that was like the only long run, I guess, to make myself feel more confident, but not <laughs> wasn't really doing that good overall. And yeah. So I guess the week heading up to it, I guess it tapered a bit. Apparently on the Saturday, or like a few days, like the 
two days before the full marathon, I ended up getting like bad, really bad sore throat. I wasn't feeling a hundred percent. Let's just put it that way. And my body didn't really take in the proper nutrients. Didn't really carbo load too much. I guess given the day right before, I ended up going out for pho with my friend, and then going to Things Carbon Town Center and getting some um, real fruit mango diamond slush, which was pretty good. Aside from that, didn't really super duper hydrate, didn't really carb load to the max, didn't really have the most optimal nutrition the few days heading up to the full marathon. The full marathon happened, it was a pretty cold day. I still ended up running, I guess, in, I guess I had compression shorts, had shorts on top of that, and had a singlet, or I guess tank singlet thing on. Um, ended up finishing at 325. It was alright, like, it was still under. 8 minutes mile pace, so under 5 minutes per kilometer pace, which is alright overall. I was running in the PEG 34s, didn't really have any specialized shoes for marathons, so I thought the Pegasus would be reliable, and they were pretty solid overall, so it was nice. Um, I, I took 3 gels, I kept them, the shorts I was wearing, I could only fit them in like this one small back pocket on my right, like on my right butt, and it was okay. Sometimes it was hard opening the packets since my hands were freezing cold, and they're just GU typical GU gels. And I guess I guess around thirty to forty kilometers, those are super painful. So not super painful, but super annoying. It was really tough. A lot of mental grit needed. Ended up finishing, and I was obviously super exhausted after. I I, I don't know. I just super cold so I really needed luckily my dad was there to get me um, my jacket and all that stuff and overall like 325 324 sub 325 it was decent but not even close to the Boston goal or sub 3 hour goal I set out like a year ago ish so that was basically that um, my very first full marathon if it went fine I didn't really crash it was more of a positive split overall but I didn't really crash or anything. It was just a slow decrease in pace. Like I did not want to crash or hit the wall since that would be even a more painful experience. So after that, I decided to sign up for a CN Tower steer climb at the end of, I think, around mid-November. So it was back to, I guess, after a few weeks of rest, I went back to like normal running and all that. Um, like, I guess, five to, four or five times a week around 6 kilometers each, then on weekends it'd go a bit longer, like 13-14 kilometers. And yeah, the entire climb, it was alright, I think I finished in like, I finished like 12-19. It wasn't a personal best, but it was near my personal best. So it was a good improvement over the last 7-ish um, months, but overall, I know I could have done a lot better. I really wanted to be my personal best, but it was pretty hard, so that couldn't happen. Um, so, after that, it was just re normal running, till end of exams and all that. I know I slacked off a bit more, maybe I didn't do as many longer runs, but I still did like around 6 kilometers like every day, and yeah, it's interesting to look back, like, I was, for a few years straight, I was always at 6 kilometers-ish a day, that was my typical, I guess, run, just like daily 6 kilometer runs. And looking back, I didn't really increase any of my daily runs length, lengths since I guess grade 11, like 2015, when 
or 16 when I increased from like around like 4.5 to 6 ish so yeah um, I guess after I guess Christmas time I took a bit of it off and I guess I started exercise biking a bit more for some reason then in 2019 um, my second internship term so I wasn't really doing school at that time I was at home and I was able to I guess almost every morning I would go on the exercise bike for like 30-ish 40-ish minutes playing NBA 2K on the Xbox while exercise biking so not super intense session but suddenly get the body moving some simple cardio aerobic stuff then I would um, do I guess go to work come back home then I would do I'd run on the treadmill usually like 90% of the time for January and February since because of the weather I guess like 25 to or 35 minute runs so not too much overall but I did a lot of strength work afterwards like dumbbell stuff um, body weight stuff and it was pretty solid training overall I was very consistent with it if I can recall correctly like the exercise bike thing happened literally every morning so sometimes after work I guess I would get lazy maybe and not do treadmill as much I still was pretty consistent with running like on weekends I'd do like around 10-11 kilometers so it was semi-consistent running and I guess all the way up to March um, it was pretty much the same thing except in March I ended up getting finally got I guess new shoes that were like I guess more speed oriented more decent it was the Pegasus tur 35 turbos and those shoes were like, pretty light compared to my other shoes they were pretty responsive able to unlock a lot more speed in me and it felt a lot better I guess helped made me run a lot more and I also got Apple watch which finally helped me track my runs which was something I always wanted to do like track my runs on Strava like track my progress see how everything went so those two things were huge motivators for I guess which completely changed I guess my running forever it, um, in March 2018 I'm 20 March March 2019 and starting off um, I was able to I guess run at least six kilometers every day but sometimes it was still kind of hard since I'd do it after work every day um, so yeah my mileage started increasing a lot more I'd say um, like in the first week it was around normalish pace I mean, normalish routine but I say after like the first week I start to increase my running like increase to almost running every day um, uh, I'll just I guess mention some statistics I guess um, regarding it so yeah my first week I was just 32 miles um, in total it was I think the most I ever ran in a while, like 33 miles in a week. Um, I ran like on the weekends, I drew, I did like a seven mile, um, and I also did a, I guess, six miler the day after on a Sunday. Um, and overall, my paces were pretty fast compared to even what I do these days. Um, sometimes I'd run home from work actually, which was pretty surprising. <laughs> um, like, from work in Markham it was like around six point something miles and I would just run home from it and it, it's even faster than the easy paces I do today despite having a backpack that I have from work um 
So 33 miles, and then the next week after was 43 miles, the most I've ran, I think, ever at that time. Not too sure, but yeah, um, culminated with a long run on a Sunday, um, 18 miles at 7.51 pace. Though, what I'd say overall is that my legs were super sore, the, the, like afterwards, and a day after. Um, and I was considering on the Monday of that week, I did a 6.4 mile run home. Though, and that was despite the fact that I was like going down the stairs of the workplace, my my feet were super sore. I mean, I rolled my ankle a bit, and it basically lasted around ten days of like swelling and pain on my right ankle. And considering I was able to run for the rest of the week and run a lot overall, that was like, damn, that was super impressive to me. <laughs> Um, I even, I was even able to, um, I guess on the Friday of, um, run to, I think for basketball or, um, uh, not sure. Oh yeah, I ran to my friend's house for some sushi they had there that night, and it was overall like. Damn, that was a pretty big week of running, despite the fact I broke my ankle. <laughs> that was 43 miles. That was quite a bit. And I ran home the first time for more. And that happened. And the week after that, I took a... It was a bit of an off week. Only 25 miles of running. And I guess in some parts, it was a bit... I guess did take... Felt off compared to the week before. So, yeah. Um, overall, I guess solid running still. Um, the week after that, I ended up doing 53 miles, 54 miles, the most I ever ran. I guess the highest mileage we've ever ran. Not too sure, but I guess on I ran home like twice during that week, and it was both sub eight minutes per around eight minutes per mile effort, 10 kilometers running home. Um. Yeah, not really too much to say about that. Just solid all around. Ran home three times from work that week for 16 miles. Um, long run. The week after, it was around another 50-mile week. So my mileage increased so much since I haven't ran 50 miles a week ever, and I did it back-to-back -back weeks. I ran home a few times that week. Um, and I guess... I did a morning run since we had the volleyball thing in the evening. So I ended up doing like a 40, like 638 per mile overall total. But overall, it was a sub 40 minute 10K on the track session. That was really solid and gave me lots of confidence coming up to the half marathon I had in May and CN Tower Climb later in the month in April. So that was very solid. Pretty happy about that. Um... And I guess overall in April, my mileage did decrease, like 43 miles next week. Ended up doing, I guess, 14 miles um, on the weekend. Um, I guess, I think I did see a tower steer climb, and I ended up doing um, my personal best, finally. But not sub-12 minutes, which was pretty, not the best, but still a good sign of improvement since I was didn't really taper for it. So I was still doing, I guess, um, exercise biking, like, 
every single day that I'm playing NBA 2K, um, doing runs, morning runs, and all that kind of stuff still, um, like running from the work to the bus stop all the time, um, and uh, yeah, I just was, my intensity of exercising was a lot higher, and I didn't really give too much rest, even ran on the day after the St. Tower Street climb. So I think it was like 12.04, 12.05, personal best, and I was pretty satisfied with it. Finally saw progress in my fitness, first time in a while, and yeah, I was pretty happy about that. So the, I guess I got slightly injured, not too sure, but like a bit of pain in my lower legs. So I guess the very last week of work, I did like 36 miles total. I guess I did do a morning run of like 12 miles, ran to work and back, 5.19 a.m. Wow, <laughs> that's one of the earliest um, one of the earliest runs I've ever done, actually. Interesting. Yeah, 5.19 a.m., uh, 12 miles to work and back, um, some running, I guess, at the work area, like, um, I guess like 4.65 miles, um, just like in the middle of the workday, I was able to sneak out <laughs> in a, quite a rainy day. And overall, um, yeah, it was, ended up watching Endgame on that week, so opening night, that was pretty fun, and did a lot of work activities, had to wake up pretty early every day that week. So it was not bad overall, um, considering I guess just had to take a bit, a few days off, and yeah, that's how the week went. And the very next week was the half marathon week, and basically the week right before I get back to school. I think watched Endgame like twice that week. Not really too sure, but um, ended up doing pretty so few solid runs here and there. 7.12 minutes per mile for 9 miles, 7.11 per mile for 10.7 miles. Most solid running I've ever done in a long time, actually. Don't know if I have that kind of fitness today. Because those are really fast paces in the peg turbos. And I, I don't know how fast, how I was able to do, do it that quickly back then. But yeah, it was um, very solid running within this week before the half marathon. Like, it was like 3... 9-ish, ten, 10-ish miles of work in the span of 4 days, which was more than usual. Then 4 miles as a um, um, off day, and I guess the day after that it was like 2 miles of tune-up, then the half marathon on a Sunday. And my trip time was 126.53, so almost a 3 minute improvement, you could say like 2.5 minutes of improvement PR. So that was pretty satisfying, considering, I guess, um, before this year, 2019, before having the watch track everything, I didn't really do too much overall. Um, I, did, I didn't really progress too much, and now my daily runs were not really that consistent, actually. Like, sometimes, I guess, during this week, my daily runs were closer to, I guess, 9-ish miles. It was, like, 49-mile week overall with the half marathon. But, like, overall, like, it was hard to tell what my... Um, daily miles should be since I exercise bike in the morning. Um, I did like around a mile to two miles of running, like from when I got off work or the workplace to the bus stop, or just ran around a few blocks to the a farther bus stop. So 
just save time and get more exercise in. Then like after work, I do some exercise, like like maybe four or five miles. Like it depends, but it's still pretty inconsistent. But with the week after and school starting up, um, I was about to see um, like like what my daily mileage should be, what how much I should be running around every day, like what will the future hold for me since I've ran so much high mileage, like with the Apple Watch, like tracking everything for me. I've most ever ran it in, I guess, a few months, like over 50 miles, like 40 miles a week. Haven't really done that in a long while on a consistent basis. Like I don't think I've ever done that. It's pretty exciting to see what things are to come for the rest of 2019. And yeah, this should conclude part four. Hopefully part five will finish up 2019 and the sub three hour marathon. Not sure if I'll do 2020 since it was a weird year and I could recap that on another day. Yeah, but yeah, thanks for listening and stay zesty.